got yourself a little problem. But the problem only exists in your mind. You see, well, I learned something. Now, my mama told me when I was young, I needed to carry through. <laughs> I'm ready. Was that Matthew McConaughey? Or nah, was, that, was that Byron Day Marseille? That was both. That was both? Yeah. It was like they had a baby and that was the voice of the baby? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like an adult baby, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, if me and Matthew McConaughey had a baby, it would just be... It'd be freaking amazing. Beautiful baby. It would just be so talented. Gosh. Can we use this as the intro to the podcast? Yes, of course. <laughs> Welcome to the Going Pro Yoga Podcast Nugget Series. My name is Michael Henry. And I'm Byron Marseille. In these short episodes, we're going to be answering some of the most common questions in the yoga industry so that you can walk away with the answers in a short period of time. That's right, Michael. With each topic that we choose, we'll be discussing it from two different perspectives, the teacher and the student. I'll be approaching these questions as a physiotherapist or physical therapist with over 10 years experience treating some of the most common and complex injuries. And my guidance will be from the perspective of having taught 7,000 classes, roughly 10,000 hours over 10 years. Welcome to our podcast. Okay, so welcome back to the Going Pro Yoga Podcast. And today's episode is inspired by last episode or the, the episode we talked about, Law of Attraction. So if you haven't listened to that one, you can listen to that one. And I mentioned in that episode a Tony Robbins Breakthrough Challenge, which happened last week sometime. It was an online five-day event that was free. You could sign up and basically watch Tony Robbins and be online with all these people. I think it was on YouTube or Facebook or something like that. And one of the things he talked about which really resonated with me and it was mentioned in, in that podcast of Law of Attraction was the things that affect your, your, the way that you feel and your patterns. Your patterns and in, in the way that you feel are kind of interconnected. And we talked about Law of Attraction with regards to like what you're focusing on and it had to do with like kind of manifestation to some degree and those types of things. But one of the first things that Tony Robbins mentioned in this, in this challenge was the first thing that affects your feeling is your physiology. And when I say physiology, I mean your body, like feeling it into your body. And he used the example of like positive mindset, like have a positive mindset, like just stay positive. And like, you know, words of affirmation and these types of things. So saying words and saying positive things, words of affirmation, if you don't believe it in your body, you don't believe it in your physiology, your molecular like structure of your being, like your body in its simplest way, then the words don't really carry. So he used an example, and we're going to do that example first. So Byron, if you don't mind playing along with me and those of you listening. Hey, everyone. I want you guys to, whatever you're doing right now, just take a moment and be okay with feeling a little silly. Because basically what I want you to do is I want you to just move your face and use all 37 muscles that exist on your face in the most random way possible. Just stretching it around. Don't worry about if you look silly. If you want to, you can turn and face a wall. But ultimately, just keep doing that. Keep doing that. Keep moving your eyes, your forehead, your cheeks, your tongue, your nose, your ears, your jaw, whatever you need to do. Just keep moving it around, shifting in ways that you've never done it before. Keep going. Five, four, three, two, one. And then just relax. Take a deep breath in. And then exhale. And do you feel any different than you did before we moved our face around for about 30 seconds? You got to feel something different. Yeah. Right? Me? Yes. Well, I mean, I'm asking you, but I'm asking everyone, really. 
the point is, is this is what we're talking about. We're talking about that you can change your, your feelings. You can change the way that you are feeling in a moment by shifting your physiology or mm. shifting your body, moving your body. Mm. And that facial expression kind of chaotic ramble is an, is an example of that. Mm. So I thought that was really interesting. I, I wanted to share that on the podcast because I'm sure it's going to help resonate with someone to be like, okay, well, what are some other situations that would be helpful and useful? So maybe it's like getting up and, and going to a yoga class or getting up and going to the gym and knowing that you should, but you really don't want to. And like just talking it out in your head and like saying like, yeah, I should go and all this stuff. All those words are great, but they're not going to carry through unless you actually shift your physiology. So if you actually just popped up off the couch, popped up off the chair and said, I'm going to yoga. And then you just went for it mm-hmm. and you left and just, you know, you just focused on the body movement first mm-hmm. and got out of your head in its simplest way. That's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you, sh- you changed how you feel about it before you were feeling self-doubt a little bit, concerned, like, do I want to go like, uh, all those types of things. But the second you popped up and said, I'm, you know, I'm going to go to yoga. As simple as that sounds, mm-hmm. it changes how you feel about it because you're like, now I'm excited about it because my I'm mm-hmm. up and I'm bounced, I'm bounced off the ground. Yeah, uh, have you ever heard of uh, Stanislavski? Stanislavski. Okay, well, actors and actresses are privy to this information from from classes, and there's different methods of of acting, and and maybe I'm I'm wrong. It's not there's, I'm not really that adept to all of the different teachings, but um. I remember somebody named Uta Hagen. Anyways, her technique was definitely about changing your physiology. Hmm. Like, for instance, if you pretend you have a cup of tea in your hand or you actually hold one, hold your pinky out. (laughs) When you sit up straight and proper, maybe cross your legs, you might end up speaking a little bit differently. And I'm in a British accent now or some random one. (laughs) It's what happened to me as I changed my physiology. And we probably do... Some of this naturally, I would, I would guess, um, just because when the, the will is actually there to complete a task and our integrity is high enough, then we probably will just unconsciously jolt ourselves mm-hmm. somehow. It's mm-hmm. like natural. But those times when you're feeling like you, like you said, like maybe lethargic or you wanted to do something to change your energy and you're, you're like, oh my gosh, my will is so low. I think what, what you're, you're saying is that you can change it pretty easily. If so it's as simple as that. Right. Even though it's not easy. It's simple, <clears> but it's not easy. It could be. Yeah. It, but it probably is not. Not for everyone. <laughs> but having this conversation might make it easier. Yeah. It's definitely relatable yeah. for everyone, I'm sure. Yeah. It is for me. Um, the other thing I started to think about was when you said neural pathways. So neuro meaning brain. Right. And this was in the last episode. I mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. Last yeah. episode. Yeah. So neural pathways. And when I think of that related to the physiology, I think, and I do this in my reg- in my life, my, every day I'm challenging the notion of how do I switch my energy? I've been doing this for a long time. So if I take a left somewhere, I might take a right mm. just because I'm thinking about my neural pathway in that moment. Mm. I'm like, I just want to see. Because I'm aware that left is the usual, so let's do the right. Um, the yoga pose I'm in, even. I'll be like, I usually step my right foot back. I'm going to step my left foot back first this time. Because mm. basketball court, same thing. I like to use the left hand, play the unorthodox kind of style. Let's see if my brain can figure it out, mm-hmm. you know, in a different situation. Mm. Um, so related, I believe, although not the exact thing, um, but the, it's so fascinating to me. And as yogis, 
you know, part of what we're training is the dexterity of our brain and by showing up and doing a practice and you can train it as well to be consistent, I believe, in like your actual physical practice and just to show up and do the same thing, the same boring thing over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I believe that would also neurologically have major benefits mm -hmm. as well. But yeah, I'm glad this topic came up. Yeah, in those situations, it's almost like uh, if you're, you know, like Ashtanga, you're just doing the same sequence or the same, uh, what do you call it, series, I think it is. Mm -hmm. um, you, you start to go into a trance because you don't need to like think what you need to do next. You're just doing it. It's yeah. like becomes automatic. It right. becomes routine. It becomes habit because those neural pathways are so deep and, and dug out mm -hmm. that, you know, you don't have to think. So you're not mixing things up mm -hmm. anymore, but, which but, some people like that. But guess what happens? And yeah, they like it mm -hmm. until they don't like it. Yes. possibly if they don't <laughs> right and why don't they like it and it serves a purpose to get them to the point where they don't like it mm -hmm. if that happens and um yeah because these people show up to my classes ashtanga you know strict ashtangis who start to trust a vinyasa class right and here's their teacher byron and Byron is pretty creative and, and he's, throw, he's going off the series. Yeah. I'm going way off the series <laughs> yeah. and also don't like to demonstrate much and see challenge you in that way. Mm -hmm. Can you follow along? Mm -hmm. Can I also challenge myself and kind of put myself in that position? And, and so it's an interesting dynamic. And oftentimes they have a very difficult time following, right? Their listening seems to be slow or lo lower. They're not used to it for whatever reason. Yeah. And I notice it and it's, it's just a thing that, you know, I don't even, think it's a big deal um unless they become aware and uh yeah the neural pathway thing is, is a fascinating topic for me yeah absolutely and i just thought of another simple example because we kind of brought it to yoga and and uh and, in, in a more relevant way to the podcast but just in a very simple way talking about changing your physiology is like posture sitting in a very mm. slumped forward bent position like everyone do that if you're sitting down right now or even if you're standing up you can just slouch forward bringing your shoulders rounded forward your chin kind of down you kind of lower your head a little bit kind of going like you're you're almost like hugging yourself but you're not quite mm. kind of gremlin like if you will mm. and just notice how you feel in this moment mm -hmm. and then now change it now stand up tall put your shoulders back and down extend through the crown of your head you know open your eyes wide type of thing if you're standing you can stand taller if you're sitting you can sit taller and then now how do you feel mm. Right. It's as simple as that. You change your physiology, you change your body, you change how you feel. Let me Even try if it. It's a smaller amount. Let me try it. I'm laying, I have my feet up on the desk right now. Mm -hmm. I'm leaning back, very relaxed. I was doing a Matthew McConaughey impression earlier <laughs> and, and I'm chilling. I'm just channeling that, that country, slow energy. Okay. Let's try it. I'm going to switch. I'm going to sit up here. I'm going to sit really tall. I'm going to shake my face out. Blah, blah, blah. And now I'm going to talk. Oh, shit. Can you hear me? I can still hear you. Yeah. So oh. you're still good. His, his headphone came out when he started to, <laughs> to jump around. But the question is, is, do you feel different? I, uh, well, obviously I must feel different if I'm going to, if I'm going <laughs> to, if I'm going to knock the cord out of the, the earphones. Right. Yeah. I do feel different, especially yeah. once I knocked that off. It took it to another level. Right. Um, I feel more alert, more awake. And in fact, I think I'm going to dominate the rest of the podcast now. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> no, but I do perfect. feel different, but that's a, yeah. And it, and it can be as simple as that. And that's, I think the whole takeaway from this 
podcast episode is you change the way your body is or your physiology. You can change the way you feel. You can change any kind of moment. Mm-hmm. You know? It makes me think of a quote. Okay. And I don't remember the, the d- direct quote, um, but it has to do with keep your eyes on the, in the stars, not on the ground mm. when you're walking. And maybe a more sim, and, and that's Eth Hawking, Stephen Hawking, if I remember, and that's not the right words. And yeah, I think some people can relate to being raised with, you know, keep your head head up. Like even sports, of course, they tell you that stuff. But but I mean, just walking around, looking down at the sidewalk. What are you watching? Where you're stepping? Are you watching where you're going? Right. And that's something I've been told in my life before to do. So maybe you've heard that before. It's simple. It reminds me of when mom used to tell me to take a deep breath and it works. Mm-hmm. Ah, a few deep breaths later, keep doing it, repeat it, and then you'll feel better once it's, uh, you know, at some point there'll be an energy shift. Yeah, that's a, that's another very simple way of changing your physiology. Mm-hmm. It's not as simple as sit up tall and straight and then like, you know, feel confident now. It's like uh, it has a little bit more of a quicker effect, I find, that you can literally mm-hmm. just bounce up out the chair and then boom, kind of like what you just did. You literally took three to four seconds yeah. moved your body and your face and sat up and all this stuff, knocked your head- headphones off. And that's all it took was three to four seconds and, yeah. and you're different. Yeah. So what it's do you literally think, as simple as So that. what do you think is necessary to go into this, to like have the courage to do this? I mean, I get it when you're sitting on the couch at home, that's just internal motivation. And, yeah. you know, but what if you're at a club or a place where there's dancing and you really want to start dancing and now it's like, you kind of feel frozen, but you want to dance there's not that many people dancing yet. Right. That's why you went there. Yeah. And now here you are kind of sitting there like, mm, gosh, and there's this push and pull happening, you know, mm-hmm. and it's in front of other people. And so, you know, what's the, the, how do you get to that point with the bravery of those four seconds, those minute, whatever it takes to change your body language, mm-hmm. start dancing and just do it, you know? So you said it, but in a different way, I'd say mm-hmm. courage, courage to do it, mm-hmm. right? bravery to do it. But in the context of the Tony Robbins challenge was he was encouraging us to do it. Mm-hmm. And we're all looking to him as like a, a leader, a guide, on, you know, and you're just following along what he's doing. And you're just kind of curious, like, where is this going to go? So sometimes it's easier when you have someone to kind of keep you accountable for doing it or you're following a lead type of thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is a good example of what you can do in a yoga class is just mix it up and maybe you make them do a bunch of funny faces if you want to try to grab their attention or especially at the beginning you know, and then everyone kind of giggles and laughs a little bit. The energy is going to shift in the room. You know, how many times mm-hmm. have you taught a class where you can feel that the room is a little, you don't, you're not loving the energy. It's kind of weird. Well, every so time then you start to change your se- sequence or shift things around to change the energy of the room. Well, every time there's uh, that moment before class, no matter what. Right. And, you know, I, I still find myself sometimes going to the bathroom just to excuse myself before the class starts to get, have a moment to myself to change my energy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that used to look like I would do a handstand or something like just really switch the energy Mm -hmm. and nowadays it may be a little bit different just kind of like give myself a moment to to just relax to find my peace to just kind of check in with myself Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah if I'm still feeling wound up or held back I might do a facial thing I'm big on the facial thing and uh who knows I might shake my arms out or jump a few times up and down and yeah yeah I I definitely find (laughs) If you guys could just see me back there, it's pretty hilarious. I mean, and, and that's really good for you as the teacher. And at the same time, it's probably good for the class. Because well, if the class ultimately. is stagnant or maybe they're, you know, 
chatting or all these types of things or their heads are different. They're, they're thinking about other things like to get them out of that space, to change how they're feeling in that moment quickly. Mm-hmm. And because you are the leader of the, the, the room, ultimately, that's mm-hmm. why people go to classes, uh, yoga classes to be led. And if you lead them into something silly, like just shifting your facial expressions around for five to 20 to 30 seconds, your entire room is going to feel differently than it did 10, 20 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you want to have that, not power, but like, do you want to be able to use that in such a way where, you know, all of a sudden now the class for the next 60 to 75 mm-hmm. to 90 minutes is going to, going to go differently. Right? Totally. I mean, inspiration comes to mind, like being inspired. Exactly. And mm-hmm. that can come from other people, like I'm saying, right. or, or you have to find it within yourself. Like you don't have anyone around you to, to, to make you change your uh-huh. physiology. You just got to, do it right you have to feel inspired uh, I always, to do it i always say or at least in my mind i say it <laughs> that just being inspired easily inspired is such a gift and right. i don't think it's a gift i think you work on it i think you find those moments of things that inspired you and you follow what does that mm-hmm. for me a lot of my inspiration has been in the shifting of energy Right. Like, how do I break this free will illusion or whatever it is? That conversation goes a lot of directions and it's not (laughs) really going to do much to go into it, Mm -hmm. but just confront it. I like to confront the the normal, the status quo and just see kind of what happens if I do this. Right. And what gives me the power to do that, the, the, the courage to do that is I start to think about how I feel, um, just like we're here for such a short amount of time and it's what today february i don't know i mean when this is airing fifth fifth, it's february 5th this will come out later but it's february february 5th 2022 and that day has never happened before first time right now ever and that inspires me so like i find like if someone needs inspiration like check in with that isn't that amazing Mm. if you don't think that's amazing you're dead inside I love the bold Byron. But that was my, that was a shift of energy too. Even me saying that. Right. Totally. Maybe you you laugh. Exactly. And if someone was falling asleep, listening to the podcast, you know, you might've caught him there. What did he say to me? Right. Oh my God. I believe it. Now I'm going to feel terrible for intending you guys. I'm so sorry. And I really like that. I like that. And what came to mind when you were talking was maybe it's not about changing your physiology. Maybe it's like, how do I create inspiration for myself? And one of the easiest ways to do that is to, to change your body, to change your physiology or mm-hmm. shift your body. And if you think of it more as like, a, this is a biohack, this is a hack for your life. Mm-hmm. If you are trying to get inspired and you have a, you're struggling to be inspired, you're struggling to feel motivated to do a particular thing. Mm-hmm. The biohack is change your body, change your physiology, and you can do it in seconds and you know what to do. It's literally as simple as that. So if you want to biohack your body, biohack your life for more inspiration, for more motivation to do that thing that you really want to do, to build that business, to, you know, run your career differently, to, you know, improve your relationship, to improve your health. Just to get out of bed even, you know, you whatever, just, wherever you're at, honestly, yeah, yeah, you know, or off the couch or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> the biohack is you just gotta, you just gotta get up and do it and don't worry about what happens after that. Just do the first step of changing your physiology. And then the rest will, you know, change. you just reminded me of something I used to do. Uh, as soon as I would wake up in the morning, I would see how quickly I could get out of bed. 
I don't do that now. I lay there. <laughs> I lay there for a minute and I enjoy my time. But something was enjoyable about that. I would just wake up and be like, I'm doing this, bam. And I would just get straight. I'd just like bounce up and just be like, all right, time to do whatever it is there is to do. That's a great example. Yeah. And you don't even know why you're doing it. But I used to do that and I know why I did it. Because I was taught to do that by my father. Uh, saying like, don't lay in bed for too long. When you wake up, get out of bed. Because oh. when you get out of bed, if you lay there for too long... Then you're going to start thinking. Then you're going to, you know, you're going to basically be mm, late for school. That's kind of what it came to. Got it. Where mine right? was Where it's more. Like you're awake. Boom. Pop up. Get ready for school. And mine was more conditioned because I just wasn't, I didn't have to jump out of bed. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, as a kid, we do that sometimes. Right. Rush to school. But for the most part, once I had those, you know, years of college and stuff, I got to do what I wanted. Right. And I spent time in bed plenty. So, yeah, I, I guess it's became for me conditioning. So I was like, how do we change that energy? How do we change the neural pathway? Exactly. And boom. Conditioning, the pattern, the feeling. You got to change all that. You don't even know what I'm going to do next. That's the fun part of it. <laughs> cool. Well, I hope this episode kind of resonated with you and or at least you found something with it that you're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to try this. Or maybe you tried it on this episode. Or maybe you're going to use this biohack, if you will, um, for your classrooms. That'd be cool, you know, mm -hmm. changing it up, mixing it up, doing something silly or something different that, you know, people aren't expecting within their physiology and you might have a different feel or maybe you're going to attract a different kind of audience or maybe there's going to be exactly what people need to want to come back to your classes, these types of things, right? You're just kind of exploring. So I think that's kind of fun. Um, sure. Otherwise, I think that's pretty much it. Byron, you want to add anything else before we sign off? Um, no, I'm cool. good. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Hey, one more thing. I couldn't be just more proud of what we've put together for yoga teachers. I mean, this one-of-a-kind teaching platform, essentially a toolbox, so the teachers can be more confident and give them a structure to be better teachers. And I'm helping others on a global scale doing this. I mean, dude, the blood, sweat, and tears we put into it, no one will ever see. But... But I'm so excited about it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it as well, actually. Even though you can't really tell in my voice. <laughs> no, it's super cool. And I think it's because I feel tired from putting it together, to be honest. But nonetheless, it's something that I use as a new teacher. And it's helped me so much with that structure, you know, to have something to follow along, to, to know what to say. And I mean, you can go in the details of what's involved with like our little priority queuing system and these sequencing chunks. But at the end of the day, what's what's the result? The result is just you're going to be a better teacher by using this platform. You're going to be more confident by using this platform. You're going to learn how to be more effective, more safe with your career as a yoga teacher, assuming that that's what you want to do. Yeah, it just blows me away that it doesn't exist already. I know, right? in a, at least in a way that I can find and and that's put together in a simple way. Mm -hmm. I know yoga has been around for so long; people have tried so many times. But to have the level of experience that you, I, and Paul all have, and then to sit and put in that work to actually tailor it, not to hire other people to do it. I mean, it's customized to be as authentic as possible. So it's <laughs> now I get more serious because I'm like, I know how well this is going to work for right. people. It's, it's made by yoga teachers for yoga teachers. Ooh, I like that. Right? Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's, it's a supportive community. It's what we're trying to put together. Absolutely. And it's how, really how, how would someone do it? Well, honestly, the easiest way to get started by just even checking it out is you just go to goingproyoga.com and you can create an account for free and just explore it. You can see what exists already in a limited capacity. And if it's something that you're like, damn, this is pretty cool. I want more of this, then there are more options for that as well. 
But ultimately, you can just do that. Goingproyoga.com, create an account for free.